Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Want to bring luck, wealth, and opportunity into your home? You can do it with feng shui. At least that's what the belief system is behind feng shui. But how do you achieve this and where do you start? My guest today can help. She's my friend and return guest of Fifty Shades of K. Please welcome back Libby Castro. Thanks for being here, Libby. Thanks for having me. Libby's also one of the owners of LPW Design Studios, and she's a very talented and successful interior designer. And she can offer a little bit of insight into feng shui because we had Libby on an earlier podcast talking about interior design. And that's when people started messaging me on Facebook and through email asking about more answers to feng shui so Mm -hmm. what is feng shui which we learned by the way is not feng shui yeah feng shui (laughs) what is it well it's like you said it's a belief system and it is almost you know like a religion where you would where you aspire to have what they call chi which means energy flowing through your space or your home in a way that brings you fortune and luck and happiness and wealth and all of those wonderful things. Well, there is something to be said about walking into a space and where furniture is placed. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of science behind this when you go to a hospital or a nursing home or somewhere where people are being cared for based on colors they use and where they put things in the room. Is that kind of what feng shui is? Yes, it is. I do not claim to be an expert whatsoever. If if a client came to me and really wanted to make sure that the space was uh, feng shui appropriate, I would make sure I had a consultant that is an expert on it come through the space and tell me to change certain things if I need to. But I did have a client who was just, you know, kind of mildly interested in in the philosophy and asked me to look into it a little bit. So I did and I, you know, looked at some of the rules of feng shui and uh, feng shui. I know, right? And, feng shui. <laughs> <laughs> and realized that uh, as a as a traditionally trained uh, interior designer and architect, it just made a lot of sense. You know, you don't want to put anything in your space that's blocking the natural circulation that you would take to go through a space. So you're saying when you walk into a room, mm -hmm. you're not going to have a back of a couch right in front of you. Right. Yes, exactly. And it is. It's the uh, like one of the rules, for instance, is all the furniture should be in the most aware position of the room. So aware meaning if somebody walks through the door, you can look right at them and see them. So in a bedroom, for instance, you would not have the back of the bed facing the door. That happens in workplaces. It's called a power move. I heard that for bosses, Mm -hmm. the way their desk is positioned so Mm -hmm. that when you walk in, their back is not to you. They can see you. 
great. Okay. So see what I mean? That just makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That would feel awkward to have the back of your bed, your the headboard facing the door anyway. And you would have to crane your neck in order to see who walked in. It also would be somewhat awkward in like a danger situation. You know, if somebody was invading your home or something like that, you would want to see them coming. You would want to be able to be as ready as you possibly can. Those are simple things. But so my point of uh, feng shui is that it is a belief system that is intended to do good things. So when I get a little bit annoyed at people mentioning, oh, well, that's why they've been so unlucky in business because look, you know, the door is not blocked with any kind of screen or barrier or anything. I don't believe in that for a second. You know, I don't believe in that <laughs> but for it can a be, second. It can it be can that be extreme. Where people, you know, feel like that's why they're having all that bad luck. And in a way you are, if if it is what you believe and you let your mind take yourself there. That's what I believe in. I believe in subconscious. I believe that we do somehow control some of those, some of the things that happen to us in our life, not necessarily meaning to, but just by thinking it. Well, it's a transfer of energy. What you focus your time on, that's what's going to be going on around you. Now, when you talk about the energy and positioning of furniture, Mm -hmm. are there other elements of feng shui that, that need to be included like, do you need to have a wood aspect and mm-hmm. do you need to have like what what are some of those tips for people that are interested in that that yeah. they should have if they're following the feng shui philosophy? Yeah, those are interesting. I mean, uh, nature is is certainly something that needs to be incorporated. And, you know, they say if you have an awkward corner or something like that, that you should put a mirror on it so you can see, you know, if it's impossible, say, for you to get rid of this column that's right in the middle of your circulation space, they say to put a mirror on it. That's That's, really interesting. Yeah, that's what I think is funny, though, because when when people just read the book about it and then they do something, it can look really horrible. And trust me, that is not what the experts uh, experts of <laughs> You're walking into a certain room. Wanted. Why are there yeah. mirrors all yeah. around here? Because I couldn't why are see there crystals hanging. I in couldn't these weird see the spaces. other corner of the wall. That's yeah. why. Well one element of feng shui that I have absorbed years ago and I don't know, I think this is feng shui. Mm-hmm. I will never have a toilet seat mm-hmm. open in the house ever. Right. Because let's just be real. There's no reason to have it open unless you're using it. Yeah. You can drop yeah. things in there. If you go into a half bath and you're washing your hands, do I want to look in the toilet? No. Yeah. Not at all. Right. So there's, a, I think, a logical reason behind it. But is that part of feng shui, yeah. that that's like Absolutely. bad energy if it's open? Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, they talk about fortune a lot with um, with bathrooms and water and things like that. So like if there's a bathroom at the top of the stairs, your you know fortune can go down the stairs and out the front door if that's all there if the toilet seat's open yeah oh (laughs) you know those kind of things but those are all again things that make sense i mean you don't really want a toilet opposite the door where you can if somebody forgets to lock the door or something like that somebody's walking right in on them you know those that does make sense are awkward. They're weird. And so even though the belief system says your fortune's going to go flushing out of your space or your home, I think what they're really saying is 
that's an awkward position to put yourself in. And that's an awkward <laughs> position to put people in. Somebody you know? just made it fancy by saying yeah. it's feng shui, but yeah. it's actually just awkward. Just like it's awkward yeah. if you walk into your boss's office and his back is to you. That right. can also just be awkward. Right. So from moving furniture, what other tips do you have for someone listening that they could do in a space with feng shui? Because normal homes have kids toys or mm-hmm. the mail that's piled up on the island or your work bag or dirty laundry in a room mm-hmm. what what can you incorporate in a room to make it more feng shui appropriate yeah the lack of clutter is certainly something that people appreciate and whether you believe in feng shui or you just believe in clearing your mind a little bit, having things that are messy, ugly, or things that remind you of all the bills you have, you know, stacked up at the end of every month. Get those away. Get those put away. Organize them. Get them out of your sight. Something that's easily accessible so when you do need to get to them, you can, but get them away from your countertops, for instance. Well, because it's also, this kind of goes with the philosophy, by removing that clutter, when you walk in, you're you're seeing work mm-hmm. or you're seeing a stressor and yeah. that isn't good energy. And feng right. shui is about the energy in the room. Yep. You know, I just think about when when I'm stressed out or when, you know, I don't know where to start on a project or, you know, uh, something in my personal life is really bugging me. The first thing I do, I walk into my bedroom, I grab all my clothes that are on the floor, I put them on my bed, I fold them, I put them away, I I make my bed, I clean my bathroom, you know, I I do all of that. Libby, it's I'm like with a you. I'm with you. energy type of thing, but it makes me feel so much better when I'm done. One, because I got something done that, that was bothering me to begin with. And two, I just feel like that's one less thing I've got to do right now. So now I can focus on what I need to focus Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And yeah. as you're saying that, I had this like aha moment. I didn't realize that I do that too. Mm-hmm. There will be times that when we watch TV at night and especially on the nights we have my stepson, pillows are all over the place. They're, they're not on the couch. They're on the floor. They're on the coffee table. They're all over because the dogs are on the couch. They're just everywhere. I will sometimes in the morning. And as you talked about this, I realized I do it on mornings when I have a busy day. I will put the pillows all back. I'll set the living room back the way it was. Mm -hmm. Why did I need to do that? I'm not using that space. Neither are my husband or my son because he's going to work in school. Yeah. But I want to come home to that room being done. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even realize that or I'll make the bed or something mm-hmm. like that when I get home. Yeah. I had a one of my um, bosses in San Francisco when I lived there. He would notice I was like cleaning my desk and I was, you know, cleaning the counters in our in our office and he's like, "Uh-oh, she's stressed again. What's going on? <laughs> what do you need help with?" <laughs> it makes you feel like you have a sense of like organization a yeah. little bit. And it's a job that you can see done. Yeah. Fast and easy and mm-hmm. done. It's, it's kind of like cutting the grass. You can see your work immediately after you do it and yeah. you feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Well, that's that's a really interesting takeaway to think about when it comes to clutter or organization, just to get started, make make mm-hmm. your bed, mm-hmm. organize, make your towels look nice in your in your bathroom, how they are after you just clean it and things like that. Yep. Or even closing the, the shower curtain. We have a bathroom mm-hmm. that still has a shower curtain. There's times I just want to close that because I don't want to look in mm-hmm. the shower and see the shampoo bottles and stuff. That is true. And it also, uh, it will air out your shower curtain faster so it won't get moldy. So See, it's you know, a smart are... thing to do. <laughs> Anything else you want to add about feng shui as we wrap this up? Any other suggestions? 
it's like anything, you know, that you, you look into it a little bit and it's like reading your uh, horoscope or uh, reading, you know, the zodiac sign at a, at a Chinese restaurant. So what I'd like to say is that it's designed to promote good things in your life, not to cause doom. So I don't think anybody needs to read up on it unless they're particularly interested. But it's one of those things that when you're looking for answers, when you're looking for something, when when you'd like to do everything in your power to make sure something goes your way, look into it, make sure you're doing some of the things you're able to do. But if you are not able to move that toilet, which is very expensive sometimes, to the other side of the room because it's, you know, according to the rules. Or God forbid, your bathroom is at the top of the stairs (laughs) and the toilet's facing the front door. Ah, Yeah. um, Don't freak out about it. You know, don't stress out about it. It's not. It's there to help. Meant. Yes. Not to hurt. It's not meant to hurt. Right. And there are some insights to take Mm -hmm. away from it. That that is for sure. But yeah, don't let it be a stressor when it's supposed to be there to make your life better. But it's a transformation of energy. Yes. It's a transformation of energy. It's a belief system. It's, you know, something that you can focus on. But really, when you look at it, like I said, you know, as a traditional designer, uh, a traditionally trained designer, it also just makes a whole lot of sense. So, yeah, absolutely. Libby Castro, love when you're on Fifty Shades of K. If you want to connect with Libby, she is a very successful interior designer. Maybe you have a project that you're interested in. You can find her at lpwstudios.com, which we'll link up at 991themix.com. Thank you again, Libby, for being back on Fifty Shades of K. Thank you so much. Always great to be here. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.